0: Hello, and welcome to this wonderful episode of Chatting with the Lightkeeper. I'm Edward, and for the next little bit, we're going to chat about dating somebody who is absolutely amazing and, and how this amazing person um, can relate um, to your life and the DS lifestyle. Uh, so, to start with, I think the, uh, the best thing to do is to just admit. That dating in the DS lifestyle is well. Let's just face it. Let's start with just dating. I mean, dating itself is just—it's a convoluted mess. I mean, it is. There's ups, there's downs. There's they like you, you don't like them. You like them, they don't like you, and then trying to find some. Oh, it's it's a, it's a mess. I, I think everybody everybody out there knows knows that it's a mess. And then we um stir but not shake or shaken, but not stirred. I sorry, my bond reference for a somewhat of a bond fanatic should be much better than that. I guess it would be shaken, not stirred um, when you add uh, when you shake and not stir the d s lifestyle into things um, that convoluted mass turns into a convoluted hot mass and the big reason for that is we're shrinking the dating pool the the number of eligible potential partners shrinks dramatically and unfortunately especially online the numbers of um, just plain idiots that you have to wade through is higher so it's just it's it's a hot mess Um, so the hard part about internet not internet dating but uh, dating in the GS lifestyle is that, that that we've shrunk the dating pool down and there's just not the choices there's not as many opportunities to find somebody you know in the same town or 100 miles away 200 miles away It's, it can be it can be a challenge to find somebody amazing that isn't you know across an ocean ten time zones all those things do do play differences in in dating in the lifestyle. And so when it comes to finding the right partner, it definitely takes patience. And something that I see, which is a, I guess it's a pet peeve of mine, is the number of people, both dominant and submissive, who are Eeyore-like when they are unpartnered. And things will go like this: If only I had a submissive, I would take better care of myself, or if only I had a dominant, I would get more done in the day. There's all kinds of ways you can look at it, ways you can interpret it, but there are so many people out there who seem to have an eorish look outlook on life because they are unpartnered, and so there's no need to be unpartnered. Uh, I know that might seem strange because I just said that, um, you know, the DS lifestyle dating is hard. Uh, There is no quick and easy way to find an amazing partner, except there's one amazing partner that I think many of you listening probably haven't dated. And you may not have dated this person if you have dated them in a long time. And what I'm talking about, the partner I'm talking about that, that if you're single is a hundred percent available to you to date. And you know, if you are kinky or into the DS lifestyle, exploring the DS lifestyle, they are actually at the same stage as you are. So you're guaranteed to find this amazing person to date and they are into the same things you are. They're at the same stage of exploring the ds world as you are whether you're experienced not experienced they like the same things you like they even have the same fantasies so the person i'm talking about is you Uh, i'm talking about dating yourself until you find somebody that's date worthy um and i know this might sound strange but just you know hear me out as i talk this through Hopefully this will start to start to make a little bit of sense. I mean, dating yourself sounds a little, little dorky. And yeah, if you know me, you know, I am a dork, nerd, geek, insert the adjective that that you think fits best, but I guarantee it probably applies. But when it comes to dating yourself, treat yourself, actually take yourself out on dates, Um, schedule like you would an actual date with another person. Um, it's a great way to kind of block off the time and to make sure that you you follow through and and take yourself on on some amazing dates. Um, You can do things that are fun for you. And the best part about fun for you dates when you're dating yourself is you don't have to do those things that say your partner didn't like to do your last partner. If you enjoyed, well, for me, um, I'm an avid downhill skier and that's obviously not for everyone and also this is this is not as a boast i am i'm pretty good at it so the things that i enjoy and where my skill level where i can push myself are places that the average skier would never ever ever dream of going so i when i'm single can take myself on a fun date and go skiing and ski some things that are pretty gnarly. And I don't have to spend half my day cruising along the uh, beginner trails. So it's it's a, you know, whatever your thing is that you really love. And perhaps you've had a partner in the past who didn't love your love. You can go do that. Um, other wonderful things you can do when you date yourself is you can take a relaxing evening. Uh, perhaps. Make a make a date with yourself and, and go to the spa and just get a massage and whatever else you, you wish to do and have a relaxing time there. Uh, if you want to challenge yourself, you can perhaps take yourself on a date to a museum and see some thought-provoking exhibits. Uh, if you're a creative type or even sort of have curiosities about things being creative like wanting to learn to paint or do pottery, you can take yourself on dates to explore, explore your creative self. If you want to be more active, you can take a hike, go for a walk, take a bike ride, all sorts of wonderful things um, you can do on a self-date. And the other great thing about a self-date is you can do something that perhaps a former partner thought was absolutely crazy. Maybe it's skydiving. You've always wanted to skydive. Or maybe the last person you dated they weren't into roller coasters and you were so take yourself on a date to an amusement park and and go crazy on the roller coasters whatever it is you can you can take and do self dates and which help you obviously enjoy life but it's also being good to yourself you're practicing great self-care when you're taking yourself on a date and some, I know it's hard at times to do things alone. Uh, I know I do enjoy movies, and it's still something that I struggle with going to a movie theater by myself to see a movie. Uh, I'm getting better at it, but it is it is a kind of a struggle to to do that or to go out to dinner by yourself. Um, that can be a struggle for some people. Uh, I've actually kind of learn to enjoy it. Sometimes it's kind of nice to uh to treat yourself to a dinner out by yourself and you can be selfish and not have to share your food, which is always a bonus, especially when it comes to a yummy dessert. Um so if you're single in in the DS world, take yourself on a date. Take yourself on several dates. Schedule a date a week or every other week. Um you'll find it's great self-care and it's and it's amazing. It's an amazing way to kind of Help get back in touch with yourself, especially if you're coming out of, out of a relationship. It's a it can be a great tool for that. Um, so moving on after talking about self date, or self dating, I I do want to talk about some, just general tools, that I think can help a single person in the lifestyle, explore themselves in the lifestyle, more, perhaps better. And if nothing else, it helps everyone who does it. Even if you're with a partner, you can do some of these things because it'll help you build a better understanding of, of yourself and perhaps what you're ultimately seeking, wanting, wanting to explore, all those sorts of things. So the first thing I want to talk about is starting a journal. And when I say journaling, the first thing I hear back from people when I talk about journaling is people like, "Oh, I'm not a writer i I can't write. Well, a journal isn't something that you' you're writing to share. It's not like a blog. um, if you follow me on my blog you you know that I like to write um uh, you know, Monday through Friday, I try and always have have a writing of some sort up there, but that's not what I journal. Uh, what I journal is is not spell checked. It's not uh, grammatically correct. I've been journaling now since 2014, and it's it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, I found it to to be therapeutic. I'm having a bad day. I can just get it out, let it you know word vomit on a page, get it all out of my head. And the other thing is, when I go back and read my journals, it's fascinating to see perhaps how an idea started, how it progressed, and where it's at today. I've seen my thoughts and opinions change over that time. Um, Things that I wasn't sure about, you know, have evolved into things I'm sure about. Things that I thought I would never like have changed into, gee, that's not so bad. And A couple of things that I thought were in the never ever category and things. And not just kink, but just in life in general, where I'm like, oh, you know, hey, I like that now. Um, and you can also, uh, it doesn't take much work at all to to have journal entries that are lifestyle related if you want to use your journal um, as a tool uh, to explore your thoughts and ideas uh, on the DS lifestyle. Uh, there are great writing prompts that are out there. Um, if you're looking to do that, I would suggest uh, a quick Google search um, and uh, like, There's there's programs that are already out there with writing prompts, uh, 30 days of dominance or 30 days of submission. So for 30 days every day or not every day, however, however, it works that you can get to journaling. Maybe it's once, twice a week, but you already have a writing prompt that's right there for you to uh, to just scribble your thoughts down. Either, you know, the old fashioned way in a in a paper journal with a pencil or a pen or electronically where you can just uh, bang away on your keyboard and get your thoughts out. So if you're single in DS and you're looking to kind of develop or challenge yourself to, to think about things a little bit differently, more clearly, or take some ideas and see where they go. uh, I do recommend, you know, give journaling a try. And once again, this is not something that, that you need to share. You don't even need to tell anybody you're doing it. Uh, there are some great journaling sites out there. Uh, I think Penzu comes to mind where you can even have it password protected. So no one would ever see it unless you share it with them. So journaling is, is a great tool. And before I wander off to the next, uh, tool in the toolbox, um, just take a, take a minute here for a short break from the, from my sponsor and we'll get right back to it. Welcome back. And, uh, thanks for, uh, Bearing with me while the sponsor got its little plug in. So we were talking about dating ourselves, um, how journaling can be a wonderful tool to help kind of get to know ourselves a little bit better, deeper, as well as being a great place to to kind of vent, get our feelings out, um, and and scream into uh, into a paper or even into your computer, depending on how you want to journal. Another opportunity that presents itself when we're single and we're going to take ourselves out on dates and when we're dating, let's face it, all of us want to look our best when we go on a date. Even even guys, so ladies, if you're listening, yes, guys are the same way and if there's a guy who tells you otherwise, they're most likely full of pooey. So if you're single and you're dating yourself, it. It's an opportunity to take better care of our physical well-being. Um, uh, once again, a lot of times I'll hear from people who are single in the lifestyle uh, that um, they would go to the gym if they had a dominant or if they were seeing an amazing submissive, they'd they'd really work hard on on losing weight or eating better, going to bed early. So many of those little little things that people always seem to equate with. If I had a partner in life and the lifestyle that they would, uh, they'd do better at. And the beautiful thing about dating ourselves is this is an opportunity to work on it, to, to work on you know, getting in better shape, uh feeling better about ourselves. I I'm sure that even, you know, Biff the bodybuilder has things that they're self conscious about and that they need to work on. I truly believe anybody who claims that they, they are not self conscious about their body is once again probably full of full of bunk and junk because I don't think there's any of us who um yeah, I think we're all that in a bag of chips, and I think if you did meet somebody who was that way, that probably should be a red flag. So it's an opportunity to to work on, you know, work on our physical well being. The other thing that is directly related to our physical well being is is our mental health. Um, it, it is it's a fact that if we take care of our bodies better. Our, our mental health improves so it's a wonderful side effect um, that taking care of our bodies and taking the opportunity as to date ourselves and take ourselves on exciting dates to the gym to to you know use some of those wonderful weight machines and spend some quality time on a treadmill or stationary bike uh, not only impacts our physical well-being but also, works to uh, help our frame of mind and help our mental health. Um, and when it comes to mental health, it's something that's very easy to to put off, to ignore, to sweep under the rug. And why not take this opportunity to work on your mental well-being? Uh, and often that's something that takes time, right? It, it takes time to... To, for example, read a book on becoming a better partner. So next time you have a relationship, you're you're better equipped. You have more tools in your toolbox to, to deal with the challenges that it, every relationship is going to face. Um, it all takes time, and on top of that, there are things about ourselves, like you know, just like I said with physical, there are physical things that we all wish we could improve upon. I believe that there are things that, with our mental health, that we all could do better at. We could work on, and these all take time. And since we're dating ourselves, we can block off time because we're not dedicating that time to, to a partner. And, and let's face it, dating consumes a lot of time, even if it's just texting or phone calls. Um, I think all of us know. I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you know it's it's a bad thing to to invest time in a person. It's certainly not. But if you're single, take that time that you would invest in another person and invest it in in yourself uh, rather than just plopping down, say, on the couch and and flipping the the TV on and relaxing, which there are times when that is absolutely wonderful. it's needed. But there are other times when especially when we're single, take, Take the time that we have freed up and invested in in improving ourselves. And the other thing I'm going to suggest is with our mental health, there are times and things about us that are perhaps uncomfortable to talk about, things that we know we need to address, and we're not sure how. Um, Yes, you can, you know, ask Google or ask Siri or ask Alexa and get directed to some web pages, and hope that the author of the blog you're reading knows what the heck they're talking about. But with some of uh, the more intense challenges that, that our mental health can face, there are times when it's best to involve a professional in the discussion. And let's face it, it's not always comfortable to talk to a mental health professional, and it's especially uncomfortable um, in that setting or really any setting with a stranger to bring up the the DS lifestyle, whether you're exploring it or you're involved in it or just, uh, you know, thinking about it. Um, In the United States, I just want to kind of put this little plug out there. The National Coalition for Sexual Freedom, uh, just Google National Coalition for Sexual Freedom. It'll take you right to their right to their webpage. And they have a tool that lets you connect to kink, um, BDSM, poly-friendly professionals. So if you decide that um, while you're dating yourself, you're going to invest in trying to tackle a, uh, a mental health challenge and you want to get assistance from a from a um you know a professional provider that that coalition can help link you to professionals that are open and accepting of of the lifestyle so it's something that you don't have to hide or feel super uncomfortable to uh to talk about because it's not easy for Kermit to be green, and it's not easy for us to admit to other people, especially strangers, that we are, that we're kinky. So, if that's a path that you're gonna take while you're dating yourself, um, give that, uh, give them a look at the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom, and and find, find a professional that can lend you a hand, and that will be supportive and open about the lifestyle, so you don't have to. Um, Hide it while you plunge ahead to be the best self that you can be. And, and another thing um, when it comes to dating ourselves, um, dating can get expensive. Let's face it, um, no matter whether you're the true gentleman who picks up every tab or you're uh, a, you know a, a woman who likes to and at times insists on paying her way or even taking her adoring gentleman out on a date. Um, Dating can get expensive and not just the dates, but like I said, we all want to look good. So, you know, you have a date Saturday. Well, you know, maybe it's time to splurge on a new outfit. Um, We spend money when we date. So we're not dating anybody else. That money is, well, I guess the stereotypical thing to say would be being used on ice cream and chocolate. Um, And and yeah, that's true for guys as well. We all have guys do, do kind of binge on comfort foods. Um, So we have this money that we are not spending that we would have been spending. So why not splurge and spend it on yourself? Um, You know, go ahead, take, take the trip that you've wanted to not doing something this weekend take a road trip, go wherever the spirit moves you, uh, just, you know, invest it in yourself. It doesn't have to be for something, um, that is monumental. It can just be a little splurge. Maybe, you know, maybe it's picking up something different at the store that you really like that you normally don't get treat yourself. Um, uh, there's, um, a cheesy cosmetics line well i don't know if they're cheesy or good or not but the 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 line is you know their ad line is you're worth it meaning their products cost more but you're worth it so you want to spend the money on their products well you're worth it spend spend the money splurge a little bit um splurge on yourself uh it might seem odd but you're you're in a great relationship with yourself, so treat yourself to something nice. Um, in in addition to treating yourself to something nice, try something new. You you don't have to convince a partner to uh you know to go take that pottery class with you. You don't have to um you know if if you were say I was your evil ex. Um, you would not have to hear about a fear of heights um, as a good reason to not go skydiving. Um, if you want to do something and learn something new, learn a new skill, um, go out and do it. Nothing is nothing is stopping you. You know, take yourself out on a date and and go to uh, you know go to a class, learn a skill, do something wild and crazy, jump out of a perfectly good airplane, and. Hope that a little, you know, thing pops open above your head and you don't land in power lines. Um, yeah, whatever it is, it's it's a great opportunity for you to try that new thing that you've always wanted to. Take yourself on a date. Try that. Sure. Try that new thing. Now I want to talk about a lesson that I am a huge work in progress on. Uh, my friends will definitely vouch for this one. Since you're dating yourself, there is a skill that, as humans, we struggle with, especially since most people want to help other people. So when we are asked to do something, it can be very hard for people to say this little two-letter word, and that word is new, um you're single, so your friend says, Hey, Friday night, let's go out and do this, and Friday night you really don't. Saying no can be hard. So when you're single, it's it's a great opportunity to say no. I mean, think about it. And if you're in a relationship and we're wired to say yes, even if you're a dominant, you're still wired to say yes. Um, sorry to tell you otherwise, but when your partner asks you to do something or wants something, it's very easy to say yes, even though the first reaction might be no. And I kind of think this is important no matter what side of the slash you're on. Um, dominance saying no is a skill. It is very hard. To say no to your submissive at times, they can make something that, you know, is not in, say, their best interest, very alluring. Um, Almost, I guess, as a child would make a toy very alluring during the holiday season to Santa or Father Christmas, whatever, whatever, you know, mythical creature puts toys and goodies around the house um, during that season. So working on saying no is a skill and when you're single it's a great time to work on our skill of saying no so that when we are partnered we have worked on and developed that skill so it's easier um to tell our future partner yeah no that's just it's not going to work um now i'm going to talk about about something that kind of has this nice little joke to it um People will make the joke that, uh, you know, masturbation, at least, is sex with someone you love. And this might seem kind of corny or cheesy, but when you're single, dating yourself, there's no need to go without great sex. You're just going to have great sex with yourself. Um, Go ahead. Enjoy. Um, Don't deny yourself self-pleasure because you are unpartnered. Uh, enjoy your body it it can be a great learning experience Um, like I said um, when you're dating yourself you're finding somebody that has the same fantasies so you can play these out in your head you can perhaps even journal about them and see how they might actually fit when you find a partner or if you would want them to fit when you find a partner you know is that a, um, a fantasy that's worthwhile to bring to life And you can have a heck of a lot of fun um, while you're doing that with yourself. So don't, um, don't think that being single is a time to put away your desires and just enjoy. Enjoy your body. Enjoy yourself. And then I want to talk about another wonderful thing that we have time for when we're dating ourselves. And that's self-care, better self-care. Um, I think self-care is something most people struggle with, especially setting aside time, places, and things to do as self-care. Um I don't know how many of you might remember a TV show called Lost in Space, or I do believe there was a cheesy reboot of that in a in a in a movie sometime. I don't know, probably in the last decade, maybe longer. I don't know. Sometimes my memory on how long ago a movie came out is a little a little rusty. But in, in the TV show and in the movie, there was a character called Robot, and yes, it was a robot. And whenever there would be, you know, the robot would use its robot senses and sense that something was off and there was a danger ahead, the robot would say, danger, danger. Um, it's one of the more misquoted things that the robot would say danger will robinson danger only said it one time Uh, weird fun fact that stuck in my brain Um, but when we're practicing self-care it can be kind of easy well when we're not practicing self-care i should say it can be very easy to allow our brain to wander into negative places that are perhaps not healthy for us Um, so When we're single and focusing on doing better self-care, we need to focus on that inner robot who says, danger, danger, when our mind starts to uh, go off the tracks a little bit. And when that happens, it's very important to set aside quality time for self-care to get our thoughts back on the positive Progressive tracks that they need to be on, and to help ourselves stay away from from our danger thoughts. Um, so that's an important thing. And also with self care, I want to suggest to um, practice gratitude. It can be very easy to fall into the habit of negativity. Um, so when you start to fall into that negative space and your inner robot is, you know, danger or danger, go ahead and take a minute and think of all the things you're grateful for or the people you're grateful for. So make sure to um, remind yourself and make it a habit and work on making the habit of practicing gratitude. It is something that will carry over when you do find that amazing new partner and it'll make things even more amazing when you find them. And speaking of new partners, there can be, and I see it all the time in the lifestyle, a rush to jump from one relationship to the next relationship. And uh, kind of need to slow down a little bit. Everyone needs to have to have a break sometimes just to get recovered from the previous relationship and to prepare themselves for the next one. And, you know, it's during these times that dating yourself is is fantastic. And it can be very easy to want to find that new partner because we're feeling lonely. Um, so a suggestion, rather than searching for a new partner, focus on your friendships. Use your time when you're dating yourself to rekindle an old friendship, connect with, you know, old friends, current friends, make new friends, and and just... You know, make friends. It doesn't have to be any dating attached to it. Just, just use the time to um, to be kind to yourself and to connect with your friends. And the amazing thing about friends is they're going to be there to support you. So when you're having a a blah lonely day, um, pick up the phone, phone a friend. So that is some thoughts on how to help grow yourself while you're dating yourself. Um, I also think that when you're single and you're working on self-improvement, it really does help you help make you more attractive when you're ready to find that next partner. Coming from my side of the slash as a dominant, I find it very attractive. um, For example, if I'm talking to a prospective submissive that that I haven't potential interest in if they're able to talk about things that they've worked on to be a better version of themselves while they were single. It's 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 a very attractive quality to hear that they were, you know, single and yet they still achieved, set these goals. they went out and they did them and perhaps they jumped out of a perfectly good airplane all these wonderful things and I, I find that very attractive and i guess on the flip side i would have, I would and i'm i'm speaking in an area that i i don't know so if you're submissive uh, please feel free to reach out and correct me but if you're talking to a perspective dominant and you hear about how they've achieved goals and they've set goals and they've worked on improving themselves i would imagine you would find that very attractive because i think it would extrapolate to the submissive that this dominant um, not can set goals, work with them, and achieve them. So if I'm their submissive, they'll be able to work with me, help me set realistic goals, and achieve my goals. And I think that would be a very attractive thing that a dominant could present to a to a perspective submissive or or, a, or a submissive would see in a dominant. Um, another little twist, since we're talking about DS, is how we can put kind of a DS twist on all of this about dating ourselves. Um, first thing I want to talk about, just in case there's somebody who's fairly new um, there's a um, a thing in DS called collaring. And what that is, is it's a, um, it's often a, a necklace that a dominant will put on their submissive. It can be an actual collar. Like for example, you see the leather collars or, you know, it can be really it can be anything as long as there's the the meaning attached to it that um, you are committed to this person. Um, there are even people in the DS lifestyle who equate or compare a collar to the to what the vanilla world sees as would see as a wedding ring. Um, it can be taken that that seriously and, and how you take it is all up to you. But um, something I want to just kind of throw out there as an idea is if you're single, you're dating yourself there's no reason not to love yourself. So why not collar yourself? Um, I know there's probably a dominant out there going, no, dominants can't collar dominants. Certainly love yourself, put yourself in a committed relationship with yourself and sort of think of yourself as your own dominant, no matter whether you're dominant or submissive. Um, It's about holding yourself accountable. Just like if you were submissive, you would want your dominant to hold you accountable, or if you're a dominant, hold yourself accountable the way you would hold your submissive accountable to achieving your goals, your, your things that you want to do while you're dating yourself. Um, it's a great way, um, to kind of strengthen or mentally link the lifestyle with your, with your self-improvement journey that you're on. So I, you know, think of it as tolerating yourself, um, it can be a little bit of extra motivation for yourself. It's not a bad thing. Plus it's, um, it's a convenient way out um, or excuse, shall we say, when perhaps we have friends that are pushing us to re-enter the dating world and we know we're not ready. Hey, I'm dating myself. I'm in a relationship with myself right now. Things are pretty good. When I'm ready to add to that mix, I'll let you know. So it's kind of a great way to dodge the, um, the pressure to get back out there before you're ready that often happens. Um, and finally, please remember, don't, don't jump back in and date because you're lonely. Um, that, that won't end well, guarantee it. Um, and another thing that often happens when people are dating because they're lonely. Remember DS lifestyle, there are some dangerous creepets out there. Uh, no matter what side of the slash you're on, no matter your gender, there are dangerous creepets that'll take advantage of you. And when you're dating because you're lonely, it's very easy to ignore red flags. Ignoring red flags means we put ourselves at risk we put our safety in jeopardy. So it's not safe. And dating because you're lonely will more than likely um, just bite you in the butt and bring you back to being single. So just make sure, and my advice is date yourself until you're ready to date and use dating yourself as a wonderful opportunity to improve yourself so you can be the the best person you can be when you find that amazing new person to date. So until that, take yourself out on a great date. Enjoy a nice dinner. Do all those things that you want to do. And just put the time and effort in to being the best that you can be. And by doing that, you'll make yourself even more appealing when you are ready to seek your next partner. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of chatting with a light keeper and I wish everyone a great day and can't wait to chat with you again soon thank you